Hi, friends. Welcome to the Liz Teach Podcast. I am so glad that you joined me. Thank you for trusting me with your time today. First off, I want to say sorry. I did not have a cute introduction for you, but there's been a lot of things going on. I'm moving, work, uh, just a few things. And so I actually recorded it at a time when my grandson was getting out of bed and was not in the mood to do any introductions. So he'll get you next time. Trust me. Anyway, dude, you don't live in a bubble. That is the title of the podcast today. And I want to talk about just um, things that have been making me crazy this week. <laughs> and it really started out with um, my grandson on Monday he was sleeping in the living room uh, couch because he had not been feeling well and he said he didn't want to get his mom sick. Uh, really, it was just a bad case of allergies, unfortunately. And uh, so Monday morning, I wake up at 7 a.m. to there's banging going on on a table in the living room. I get up. Now, mind you, 7 a.m. for some of you, you're already on your way to work. Well, for me, I go to bed sometimes at 1 or 2 a.m. working on transcripts and reading and doing my college work. Uh, and my job doesn't start till sometimes 9 a.m. or 10 right in my bedroom on my little desk on Zoom. So, you know, it's a different world I'm living in. Anyway, so I was so tired and I get up and I go to the living room and he's flipping a water bottle. So those of you that have young children know from YouTubers and all this nonsense that, you know, they count how many times they flip a bottle and it lands upright. So it was making noise and it woke me up. So I was like, dude, <laughs> what are you doing? And I began to give him a little five-minute lecture, which I am famous for. <laughs> a five-minute le- They get podcasts every day, guys. <laughs> so I gave a five-minute lecture about how that was very inconsiderate of him because I was trying to sleep. His aunt, Rebecca, was trying to sleep also, and that he should have been a little bit more quiet. You know, Growing up, my dad, he worked nights. So I guess I have always been used to that when you get up in the morning, if there's other people sleeping, you're going to be as quiet as possible so as not to interrupt their sleep, right? Because you would want the same thing for you. So I began to tell him that. And I know that I'll have to say it a few more times, but it's important for me to have him understand and know that he does not live in a bubble, that his actions, the things he does and, say, and says affect other people. My nephew, who's going to be 14, yes, who's going to be 14, comes to my apartment. He does e-learning. And since I'm home, he hangs out with me here. And he came in that very day also and just slammed the front door. So now they're not doing it from a bad place whatsoever. Like they're not sitting there in the living room or coming into my home thinking, how can I make Liz, so Titi Liz, Lila, the way my grandson calls me, upset? No, they're just not thinking. And so as a grandparent, an aunt, a parent, it, it's up to us to make our children and those uh, that look to us for guidance and leadership, uh, let them know and bring to their attention that their actions affect other people. The problem is that <laughs> many of us, I will include myself, 
when we're raising kids, we tend to have kind of the selfish attitudes as well. I think though my mom did a really good job of always, maybe too much of an extreme, like, oh, que van a empezar la gente, what are people going to think? But to a certain extent, it was good. Like, you need to be careful with your behavior because it affects other people. And so that's what I'm trying to teach. Then I go to the gym Monday night and I'm on the, what was I on? The elliptical. And so you know how the machines are close together and and now people, they don't separate the machines, you know, they'll be right next to you. And so I had two young women, no, none of them older than probably 24, one on each on my side. And they decided they were going to have a conversation even though I was in between them. So praise God that I'm saved and the Holy Spirit took control. So I just looked at them and I got off my machine and I went somewhere else because I can do that. I didn't have to tell them something uh, because really, were they going to listen at that point? I, you know, I'm, it wasn't my job to school somebody at a gym that they were being rude um, and that they were not um, caring about how their action was affecting my workout. And they were speaking so loud that I could hear them through my headphones. They had to speak loud because they were (laughs) speaking in front of me. Anyway, so guys, that's been my week where I have noticed where people are doing things and saying things that they are just not caring about how it's going to affect other people. And they just care that they need their point to be said. They need to do what they want to do. And it does have consequences. And so it's okay when we're young, but as we get older, we need to know better. I was just talking to my daughter the other day that, you know, it's so important to have people around you that have wisdom, especially godly wisdom. But if we're going to have them around us, then we need to make a choice to listen. And especially if we see that that person matches up their actions, their life matches up to what they're telling you, like there's fruit there. Why not listen? I tell my, I tell my, my daughter all the time, Rebecca, I wish I had Liz growing up. I would have avoided a lot of issues, uh, a lot of, oh my goodness, the things I've said and done, especially in my uh, 20s, even late 20s guys that make me cringe now that absolutely make me cringe. And this is why I share what I share and I post what I post in the hopes that my wisdom can help y'all avoid some really cringeworthy situations and that we don't hurt others because we feel we have, we are entitled to say and do whatever we want without regard for anybody else. You know, the Bible speaks about this and I was reminded of the verse that is in Philippians 2, 3 to 4. And it says, do not do anything out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count yourself more, but in humility, count yourself more significant. I'm so sorry, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. I'm so sorry if I butchered that. Look it up. Philippians 2, 3 to 4. It's there, I promise. Less butchered. But what it comes down to is that 
when I decide I'm going to do something, when I decide I'm going to say something, there should be a part of me, especially as a Christian, where the Holy Spirit says, how is that going to affect somebody else? Now, please, I'm not talking about you going to the supermarket. I'm going to buy grapes. How is this going to affect somebody? I'm talking about, especially in circumstances where we're making life decisions, um, when we are making uh, decisions for our household, for our leadership, for our ministry, in, in those circumstances, you know, we need to think of others. It's not only about us. And when we walk hand in hand with God, he will let us know. And sometimes we don't like the answer that he tells us, right? We want to do what we want to do. We want to say what we want to say. But the Holy Spirit will say that is not going to be benefit anybody but yourself, your pride, uh, and, and your own emotions, your own ambitions. That has nothing to do with the greater picture. So as a parent, that has nothing to do with the greater picture of raising your children, how it's going to benefit them. You know, as a leader, maybe in your workplace, that's not going to benefit your company or the well-being of your company. And if we're a leader in a company, it's because we care enough to do uh, the right job. You know, the Bible talks about that some of us should not even desire to be teachers or leaders because greater judgment will come upon us, you know? And so when we say yes to a position at our job or when we say yes to being a parent, when we say yes to a position in ministry, we're saying yes to, I am going to be careful what I do and say so that it doesn't affect others uh, in a bad way. We want to be able to uh, edify and uplift others. You know, we could bring correction without hurting people. We can actually edify through correction. I praise God for people that have been around me that have corrected me and I've received it well. This is the importance of healing your heart. You know, if somebody comes under my leadership, but the leadership prior to them hurt them, that's going to affect how they hear me or listen to me. And so we need to walk healthy and whole. And definitely, we should not be making decisions when we are broken. I remember when my husband died, I went to a group called Grief Share. I went to a, a support group, and I remember reading books, and I remember really learning about grief. And one of the things uh, that was uh, said was not to make any major de decisions when you are grief struck, you know, especially in the first year, like don't decide you're going to move. Uh, sometimes don't even decide to get into a relationship. All these things that you have to be careful with because you're doing it from a heart that is broken and hurt. Uh, so we have to be careful with the things we do and we say because we are responsible many times for other people and their reaction. And let me tell you, the greater the influence you have, the more responsibility you have. You know, so I, I see people... Uh, let's say on social media or in YouTube and things like that, and they just desire uh, to be known or desire for their message to get out there. And that's great. You have a message and you want it to be known. Like, I feel I have a message and I want it to be known. But I know that that exposes me to more people seeing me and watching me and that I have to be careful with what I do or say. So I've made this the decision to say, okay, that's going to be uh, one of the parts of having influence. 
you know, like people that become famous, they get upset because their life is not their own. But that's one of the things that go hand in hand with being known. People think they can just uh, say and do anything they want to you. And so we need to be prepared for that, right? So I feel when we have influence um, over others or people look up to us or people are watching what we do or say so that they can do and say the same thing, we have a greater responsibility. And also, especially, not also, especially on the Christian front, we ha- we answer to God. And so if I say something that causes somebody to stumble, then I have to be careful. You know, we have to be careful with our words because, dude, you don't live in a bubble. <laughs> you don't live in a bubble. People are listening to what you're saying. You know, you have to be very careful. You know, Matthew 18, 6 says, Whoever causes one of these little ones to sin, that, you know, greater judgment will come to you. So that it's better to have a, a millstone fastened around his neck and drowned to sea. <laughs> oh my God, so harsh, right? That's Jesus. You know, that's Jesus about, you know, and it's it talk, it's talking about children in that verse, but we take it to, to mean those that are less mature than us in the faith. We have to be careful. We have to be so careful what we say and what we do because we don't want to cause harm to them. And so, you know, we when we decide that we're going to share something with someone, we need to process it through the Holy Spirit. When we're going to do something, process it through the Holy Spirit. And if you are listening to me and you don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, there's somebody in your life that has wisdom and you can process things through. Not somebody that will tell you what to do, but will help you process things so that you can act accordingly. Uh, we need to be so careful what we do or say, because no matter how small or how big our influence, we all have somebody we are influencing and that we can hurt with the things that we do or say. It's selfish to say, you know, I know this might not be the right thing, but it's what I want to do. I know this might not be good for everybody, but it's good for me. You know, just, uh, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what people say. I don't care what people think. Then you shouldn't have any influence. Uh, Then you shouldn't have anybody around you that you can influence. There has to be a part of us that cares. Now, I was saying at the beginning, my mom, right? Oh, what will people say? That came from mostly a prideful place or she didn't want people to think bad about her or her family. And I get it. And we, but we can't rule our lives that every single thing we do, somebody uh, is going to be judging. We have to get that out of our mind. And that's something that I had to get rid of and find the balance of, okay, God, what, what do you say about this? And is this okay? And is this how you want me to bring this across? Is this what you want me to do? Um, Because, you know, he loves those that are listening to me or watching me as well. And he doesn't want them to be hurt by my actions. And so, no, I don't go to the extreme of, oh my God, every little thing, I'm worried about what people are going to think. No, 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 That's, that's not where I'm going at all. But we need to be aware that there's other people in this world besides us. We can't be just on an elliptical and speaking over somebody else. You know, we just can't go around our lives like nobody matters but us, our feelings, what we want to do. There has to be, goodness, I wish I was smart enough to know the technical stuff in our brain. There has to be some kind of thing in our brain that 
some have it small and some have it larger where there is a, okay, stop right there. What are you doing? And it's not a filter. It's beyond a filter. It's just like, I don't know, some kind of stop button. Like, okay, stop. You should not have said that. You should not have done that. And do better next time. Do better. So, yeah, that's been on my heart, um, especially this week. And and that's just personal stuff that I have observed. Forget about all the election stuff, you know. Let's not even go there. Um, you know, we're able to speak truth and love. We're able to say an opinion without hurting everybody and their mama, uh, you know. And sometimes, you know, we don't have to share our opinion. Like life will go on just fine without sharing our opinion about something. So, uh, yeah, it just so can can you just have that in your mind, dude? You don't live in a bubble, <laughs> do that. <laughs> you don't live in a bubble. Be careful with your actions. Be careful with your words, especially if you have any kind of influence in your home, in your workplace, in your church. You know your family be careful. Just be very, very careful. And for those of you that have a platform or desire to have a platform, remember, this is one of the things that you will have to be careful of. And the last verse I want to say is in Matthew 12, 36. And it says that we will have to give account for every idle word that we speak. Idle could mean useless, thoughtless, Yes, we will have to give account for every idle, thoughtless, senseless word that we speak. Senseless, why? Because we weren't supposed to say it. Thoughtless, because we weren't supposed to say it. Uh, it's affecting others in a way that it's not good. You know, sometimes I, I see people do things and and say things and I get my daughter's boyfriend says secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, I'm forever in secondhand embarrassment. Maybe that's something I need to talk to a therapist about. I just, I don't know. I just feel so bad for others. And I know that it's going to affect people that are less mature. And it just makes me so sad. And maybe because I know the scripture that says that we're going to have to give account for that. We're going to have to give account for that. And the word of God also tells us, I, I believe it's in the book of James, um, that when we know to do good and don't do good, it's sin. So maybe we're not fornicating. Maybe we're not in adultery. Maybe we're not doing something like that. But, you know, when we're doing something and we know it's wrong, and when we're doing something to someone or saying something to someone and we know it's wrong, like it's not biblical, that's a sin. Um, and so there's no degrees of sin. There's just sins. And so you're you're, you're in the same category as a fornicator, adulterer, or a thief, or a liar, um, you know, if you know to do the right thing, you don't do it. So anyway, that's my two cents for today. <laughs> um, I hope that that opens your mind more. I know that that's an area that God continues to work in me. Like, Liz, what you said doesn't need to be said and your actions or facial expressions. Guys, Oh, facial expressions, right? Goodness gracious. Oh, man. So, yeah, let's just leave that there. I hope that um, helps you, awakens you to something uh, that maybe you need to work on with the Lord, uh, something to do better for your kids, your family, your spouse. Uh, let's just make sure that 
We are blessing with our words and our actions. Uh, And you know, when God brings correction, receive it. When God uses somebody else to bring correction, receive it so that we can influence in a better light, in a better way. So that's what I have for you today. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, uh, you know, just FYI, I was going to start a series on marriage today, but I I felt I needed to do this, but I am working on that. It's going to be more than one podcast and it's good for singles and marriage to listen to those that hope to be married. Uh, I'm really looking forward to sharing all the ins and outs and the bumps and scrapes that I learned (laughs) through my 25 years of marriage. And so, yeah, that's that. So thank you guys. Have a blessed day. And once again, this is Liz on the Liz Teach Podcast. Until next time.